Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We have another chapter oh. in the Jerry Falwell Jr. Chronicles on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh wait, there's more. Oh, but wait, there is so much more. We have to talk we have to talk about Becky Falwell. So we spent like the first segment of our show today talking about well, we did talk about Becky. We talked about Giancarlo Granda. He was the pool boy, quote unquote who had a sexual relationship and a, a relationship with not just Becky, but also Jerry Falwell Jr., a business relationship in that sense. For eight plus years, um, these people had a relationship. And a lot of attention has focused on that over the last few days because it was a big scandal. It led to the end of Jerry Falwell Jr.'s career as the president of Liberty University, a university by all accounts that he helped make one of the most successful um, evangelical colleges in the nation. It's like a plus $1 billion um, university. I think their endowment's over a billion. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that was a big scandal and story. But wait, there's more. This story is going to continue to get bigger and bigger, deeper and wider. And we know this because today, actually this showed up yesterday on Politico, uh, Politico there is a deep dive into... Another allegation, another person who says he had a sexual relationship with uh, the wife of Jerry Falwell Jr., Becky Falwell. And this relationship, I think, builds on, tells a better picture, a clearer picture of just what kind of person Becky Falwell is. And specifically, uh, the uh, nature of these relationships that seemed to be more common than just a one-off, you know, during a sexy pool experience back mm. 11 years ago. The thing about or nine years ago. the other story that we've been focused on with the pool boy, which I hate to even call him that. Because, again, it sounds like a trope, right? Like the sexy pool boy. Yeah. I mean, it literally sounds like an episode of... Um, what's the Wisteria Lane? Desperate Housewives. Yeah. Right? The thing about uh, about that is, it, you know, it it lends itself well to sort of like a fantasy retelling until you've actually heard Giancarlo ha tell his own story. Yeah, this one, to your point, Bradley, paints a, a picture of the behavior that Becky Falwell employed 
in order to get people to do what she was asking it's, them to it do. starts to show a pattern of behavior and frankly what it shows is that um there's a, a pattern of predatory behavior and i really encourage you if you've been interested in this story this is not just like salacious details you know like ooh, let's look at some dirty stories no this is actually um Especially post Me Too, I think we look at situations um, that a few years ago we might have just sort of laughed off or said, oh, people get weird when they do stuff on their own or like, oh, you know, this happens all the time, I'm sure. But the account that is um, detailed in this piece in Politico, which, by the way, it took, I think, a year for the author. His name's Brandon Ambrose Ambrosino. Um, he's a writer. He's been investigating this particular story of a student who was 22 at the time. Um, a young student who was friends with one of Jerry and Becky's sons. Um, it's a deep dive into his interactions with her that uh, at one time were sexual. But it's it's in the telling of how that sexual relationship began that I think you begin to learn just how predatory Becky Falwell is. And I guarantee you from the way he describes this story, you are going to believe, as I do, that this is a pattern of behavior that continued and wasn't a one-off mm -hmm. like Giancarlo Which, the pool boy was not just a one-off and and this uh this particular individual is also not a one-off and which leads you then to believe that there are more stories very similar to this that we just have not heard yet. Yeah. Now, I will say that Jerry and Becky both say this is just like this is just um totally fabricated lies. Um but there's some compelling Evidence. Well, literally, the the young man who is now, I think, in his early thirties, um, he he struggled with this relationship ever since it happened. And when I tell you, um, I just want to see if I can give you sort of a thumbnail sketch of what happened. I'll just do it from memory because mm -hmm. in the story itself, he they sort of tell the story, and then he basically chapter and verse tells you how it happens. Essentially. Um, Becky and Jerry had a son who wanted to be in a band. This kid was in a band. They recruited Jerry Falwell's kid because they were like, well, it's Jerry Falwell's kid. And he was a student at uni uh, Liberty University. Mm -hmm. And they were like, it wouldn't be a bad thing to have Jerry Falwell's kid in our band, right? Mm -hmm. And so then they would start practicing over at the Falwell's house. And Becky was like the mom. It's so it's such a like movie stereotype, right? Mm -hmm. Like the she was like the, like Stacy's. I want to be the cool mom. Yeah. And so she would show up with lemonade and then hang out. And oh. he talks about how they were just like, um, this is weird that her mom or his mom like won't stop hanging out with us. Well, lo and behold, one night um, they're practicing, they're drinking some alcohol, which is also interesting, especially considering who this family is and what this family stands for and also the uh, university that they're in charge of, which doesn't allow, um, you know, drinking to happen. Right. Right. Much less sex uh, before marriage. Mm -hmm. Um they get they a little, can't even dance. They get a little. It's tipsy. actually a miracle that they can do uh, music. Right. They get a little tipsy. He goes back to the guest room, and all of a sudden, in the dark, he hears giggling, and the giggling is Becky Falwell, mm. and she essentially is like, "He he he! I snuck in because you're so cute." Long story short, she takes his pants off and performs an act of stuff, not a tap dance, which he. And I will say on more than one occasion, it's like, yeah, we shouldn't be doing this. This is not a good idea. And of course, like sex, he's an adult. 
But still, in the telling of this story, I'm telling you the way that she talked to him after that that particular um, experience and the way she tried to continue to to groom him. There, he he provides a series of Facebook messages that mm-hmm. she um, communicated with him. I mean, you can see it right in the Politico article. His his t- uh, messages back and forth, and she's constantly. You can just tell what she's doing. Um, I mean, it, can I just say, I'll just say yeah. it reads, it reads like a predator. It yeah. reads like a person who is trying to get something very specific from somebody yeah. um, by using some flirtatious behavior. I mean, that, yeah. And the guy actually talks about at length about how. He struggled with this because, again, she was such a powerful, like the family is very powerful. His family was obsessed with the Falwell family and how great and, you know, important they were in the evangelical community. They had great respect. Like she befriends his mother and he's creeped out by it. He he talked. He at some point tells her to stop communicating with his mother because he he just can't deal with the fact that. They had some sort of fleeting sexual experience that she kept trying to make happen again, and he kept pushing off. Yeah, um, she kept trying to like, like she would buy him gifts, um, which is a grooming technique. Exactly. She talks. She's effusive with her praise of him. Um, I mean, I could just read chapter and verse. I would encourage you to read it on your own. And I think the takeaway again is to simply appreciate that. I think this story is not going to go away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And there's also reason to believe that um, because what's different about this story versus the pool boy story is Jerry was not involved. He right. was not a part of this experience. So I think um, I just think that this is not just this couple had a freaky sex fantasy. Right. I think this is very much about predatory behavior it's very much um, about power, mm-hmm. and when you have power, you're able to engage in predatory behavior in a way unchecked, because people aren't going to call you out on it because you're, you know, you're the head of this very powerful university. Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, Bradley, more to come. There will be more conversations, no doubt. There will likely be more stories that will come out, uh, and we're here for it. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies is going to talk to us about streaming services that uh, we should be subscribing to after this on My Talk 1071. On Fridays at this time, we check in with Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. To uh, see what we should be watching this weekend. And uh, hello, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hello. Thanks for having me today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so, yeah. okay, so today we're doing something a little different. A little bit different. You know, so we've got some new movies in theaters. Bill and Ted, um, Face the Music, and The New Mutants. But I wasn't able to screen those yet, so maybe I'll get to talk about them later. They were not given to us, critics. Rude. Rude. Uh, precisely. <laughs> and then my mom called me this week all in a panic because she was like, which streaming services should I be subscribing to? This is all so confusing. Help me out. And I was like, okay, let's break this all down. Oh. So I thought this would be good to talk about this week. Yeah, no, that's a yes. great idea, especially because there's so many, you don't even know where to start. Well, and it feels like oh, there are like exactly. more every week. 
there are literally i mean it's it's a little crazy so i've got some tips and tricks and i think that people first need to think about what do you even like to watch like let's start there are you more into movies tv do you want to do some cable programming or are you kind of just a network kind of person so if you're someone that likes to be in the know on like awards caliber material whether it's things like Watchmen or you know game of thrones definitely sign up for hbo max because they are leading the way with like the emmys every year and then you have a big back catalog of hbo stuff and if you mm-hmm. get hbo max again you can go back for on um, Game of Thrones, Sopranos, Six Hundred, and then we are really obsessing over Lovecraft Country in our household right now. So you can watch that. Watchmen is fantastic. We've talked about I'll Be Gone in the Dark, and they have a huge catalog of movies as well. Turner Classic Movies, the DC movies, or Looney Tunes. I mean, I don't think there's any other streaming service where you can just I was, turn on Looney Tunes cartoons. I was going to say I think that people don't realize just how much crossover um expanded content they have from other providers that are that are you know bundled as a part of this yes it's really great and then maybe if you are more into movies or like if you want to get around oscar season netflix is really leading the way with getting award caliber movies and we're thinking about the irishman or even defy bloods the new spike lee movie is going to be up for i can just guarantee it's going to be up for oscars and then you've got their back catalog of all their tv shows and because it's been around the longest you are going to have just a huge catalog of content on netflix I mean, I I do just have to really quickly, as a plug for Netflix, I mean, they are contenders every single awards season. Yeah. So that one almost feels like such a necessity. Mm -hmm. And if you like true crime, they're always cranking out true crime documentaries, Mm -hmm. true crime series, limited, but, you know, Filthy Rich, we've all been obsessed over. That's on Netflix. But if you're maybe someone that's like, I just do network TV. I just want to catch up on my Grey's Anatomy, my This Is Us. Then of course I want to catch up on my Grey's Anatomy, Paul. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I know. We speak the same language. I know. (laughs) You know, then, what was that, Bradley? Was there a snark? No. No, he kept no, it in once. It was really weird. I'm done with the snark. It's yeah. been said so many times, I don't even need to say it. <laughs> so then you can subscribe to Hulu, because Hulu has partnerships with CBS, ABC, NBC to run their shows the next day if you did not have your cable, you know, if you don't subscribe to cable. Or then you can get the Golden Girls, Friday Night Lights, a lot of that kind of comfort TV that is now dotted over with. Also, you know, you can bundle Hulu services with Disney Plus and with sports. What a great segue. Yeah, so that's another tip and trick. See where you can bundle and get a lot of um, services together. So the Disney Plus bundle is twelve ninety nine a month. You can't go wrong for that price. Not only do you get Disney Plus, the Marvel, the Disney, the Star Wars, the National Geographic, the Pixar, and you get Hulu, and you get ESPN Plus. So, like, that's a lot for twelve ninety nine a month. Yeah. My other tip would be look at your phone subscriber. I think a lot of people don't know that phone, your cell phones, you know, companies are adding on streaming services for free if you're a subscriber. So I told my mom, like, you guys have AT&T. They're offering a plan with HBO Max. See if you can call AT&T and tell them, like, hey, I've been with AT&T for 20 years. Can I get HBO Max? And they may give it to you. T-Mobile and Sprint could get Netflix or Quibi. I know we're dying to all get our Quibi content right now. But that um, might be a- I, I, I should probably call, though, because I've been paying for the Quibi by accident. Yeah. 
Well, I know that there's that Mapleworth Murders or whatever that's on Quibi that actually looks kind of decent. Now, I don't know if it's worth subscribing to, but, like, there's something on Quibi. But <laughs> that would be a way to get Netflix for there's free. Something. There's something, yeah. Um, if you're a Verizon customer, Disney Plus or the Disney Plus bundle come on some Verizon plans. And then Xfinity, like, we have Xfinity cable so that we pay for it. So we were grandfathered into Peacock and HBO Max for free because we are Xfinity customers. Oh, interesting. So, like, get think, think outside the box of just, log, like, you know, doing this kind of ad hoc subscribing. See where you can get these bundles, like you were mentioning, probably, and see, like, where can I get them for free? How can I get some deals? Because if you can get Netflix for free, that's, like, 15 bucks a month they're not paying for. Yeah. If you can get the Disney Plus bundle for twelve ninety nine a month, that's a ton of content. And if you're like, well, I don't, I don't do kid stuff, there's more than just friendly material on Disney Plus. I also feel like if you are really uh, wise about understanding or knowing what is on each streaming, streaming service, you can kind mm-hmm. of make some plans uh right because we've got some time on our hands and maybe say like i'm gonna do three months worth of netflix so Mm -hmm. i can watch these things and then maybe i'm gonna put netflix down for a nap for a minute and i'm gonna pick up some another streaming service so i can get watched through some of that stuff you could do a rotation i mean that would you'd have to be kind of organized yeah, you maybe get a spreadsheet going, figure out while you're subscribing. You know, we've got CBS All Access right now, so we've been really catching up on the good fight, yeah. Freddie. I know you watch the Star Trek yep. shows, Picard and Discovery. That'd be a good way, too. But maybe if you're only wanting to watch the good fight or only wanting to watch Star Trek, subscribe for the month or two, binge through it, yeah. put it on pause, and then come back when the next season is over again. And then maybe switch to Apple TV Plus for four ninety nine. Yeah, so you can watch the morning show. Paul McGuire Grimes, thank you for that great advice. We got to run. Paul. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for having me. See you next week. Bye. Bye. My Talk 1071. Hello, My Talkers. It's dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, and these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. But where are we going first? We are going to Ohio. Oh, hi. Ohio. Butler County, to be precise, where I need to tell you about a woman who stole a car. I mean, and there has to be something else, right? right? Because stealing a car, that's just garden variety. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to tell you about um, a lady. And this particular lady, um, I don't see her name anywhere. So... Allegedly, her name doesn't matter in this story. Just know that this lady stole a car, but stealing a car as... Oh, Christina King, that's her name. Christina, um, it turns out, stole a car. And it was why she stole the car that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Like, to guess why she stole the car? uh, She stole the car because... She needed to get to the other side of the road. Hey, oh, no, she was not a chicken. But what I can tell you is this all took place 
um, when a guy named Sergeant Michael Metalla was headed to work in a marked patrol car around 7 a.m. on Sunday. At some point, he noticed a car following him from Wayne, Madison, and Trenton Roads. I don't know what that means, but he at some point noticed that Christina King of Middletown was following him. Hmm. That's interesting, right? So, um, yeah, usually it's the other way around. Yeah, usually the the um, police officer would be following the you know the stolen vehicle, but the stolen vehicle in this case was following the sergeant around and. He noticed it was weird, and she was, like, matching his turns, uh, like, turn for turn. And then all of a sudden, he's like, well, I'm going to see what happens when I turn into this parking lot. Whoa, she turned into the parking lot, too. So that's when he decided to flip the script and initiated a traffic stop on her, hmm. um, at which point he found out that she'd committed a few moving violations, you know, some other stuff. But that's when it got really weird. I th- it already felt kind of weird, right? To me. Like, but but this is where it got real, real, because at this point, it turns out that Christina King of Middletown was driving around in a stolen Be Safe driver education car, right? So she stole a um like a uh, oh a driver's, driver's ed, ed car. car, yeah. And they were like, so, or he was like, so, why did you steal this car? And that's when she responded by saying, I wanted to see where you were going. Okay. Was she on drugs? I mean, it doesn't say anything about drugs. I mean, I'm looking at the picture of her and I don't think it needs to say anything. Well, she does look a little tired. A little rougher around on the, the edges. Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, presume maybe, I don't know, maybe she thought Sergeant Michael Metalla was, you know, Kind of a nice looking man and Weird. she didn't have wheels to keep up with him. So she decided to jump in the driver's ed car in order to, uh, you know, make contact. And well, well she did. But um, she didn't. Well, she did. But then, you know, she was arrested because it was a stolen car. You're not supposed to do that. I feel like if you're going to steal a car, don't steal like an, a car that's easy to identify that it's stolen. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah, seems or like... maybe don't follow around police officers because they might just be able to figure out if you're in a stolen car by hmm. running the license plate, you fool. Um, Can we go to the Philippines for our next story? Oh, sure. I've always wanted to go to the Philippines. Um, Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever been on a Zoom call and accidentally... Uh been having sex in the room? What? Ew. No. This actually happened. Um... In a particular area of the Philippines, uh, uh, I I think it's, he's a government official. Okay, his name is Jesus Estil. He joined the Zoom meeting, the scheduled Zoom meeting, but apparently he's not very tech savvy. Uh. So um, he left his his camera on during the meeting, and it doesn't seem like he meant to do that because. He Ew. was having um, performing sexual acts uh, on camera for his colleagues. Turns out the woman in question was also his secretary. Ew. In so like just sit with that for a minute that you're on a Zoom call and two of your coworkers are getting real in a pro pro with each other. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, so yeah. Awkward. Yeah, they did. One of the colleagues uh, recorded the scene because that 
is the first thing. That's nasty. That's the first thing you do in that moment is hit record on that. Well, Um, yeah, because, you know, you don't want, you need proof. You do need proof. And and the best part is you see a split screen of the three colleagues that are in this call. And they're like, like you would look if you were watching your coworker. Like Like one guy is like, what the heck am I looking at? Yeah, they were getting busy. Does he not like? What does he think is going on? Um, like, he, does he realize he's on? He just thought his camera was off. I like, mean, maybe he thought he was just doing the. I'm not clear on that. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Department of Interior and local government <laughs> said that uh, Jesus Steele will be relieved of his post as quickly as possible. Good. I mean, I think he was trying to have his post relieved. Hey, oh, but. Anyway, they have not reported to their offices since the video was released. Yeah, the, I mean, released. That's embarrassing. Yeah, because now the entire the world. Is I mean, it. the I can't even. There's yeah. Oh my god. Uh. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Okay, so let's keep it international, shall we? We shall. So from the Philippines, we're going to head over to across the pond over to the United Kingdom. Pip, pip. Where I need to tell you about all of the British people, um, this is not a specific crazy, stupid, idiot story. This is a these people are crazy, stupid, idiot story. Specifically, one in three Brits. Wow, that's a Um, lot. Yeah, because they did this study, and I am really just trying to understand this. So they did a poll of adults and found that just under... uh, Well, here it says a poll of 2,000 adults found just under a tenth, but... In the headline, it says one in three Brits. So I'm going to go with the headline because it sounds better. One in three Brits admit to having sex in the dark to save on electricity. (laughs) Who in their right mind ever goes, you know what? I really, you know what turns me on? Saving electricity. Turning off my lights. (laughs) Like, what? So who thinks to themselves... Oh, I really should turn the lights off during sex because it's going to run the battery or it's going to, you know, it's going to add to my bill for the month. What? It is ridiculous. I feel like there's a number of other reasons why people might be mostly because you don't want to see the person in front of you or or yourself. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I mean, that's a relatable experience for a lot of people. But um, yeah, a poll of this adult says that. Uh, of these adults say that they turn the lights off during a romp, quote unquote, to save on electricity. And further, a one in four uh, say darkness is preferred. So they preferred rather. So this seems more realistic. They can let their imagination run wild. Who do you think is more likely to want the lights on? Uh, the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Men are more likely to want the lights on than women. But of those who are trying to save money. It's the dudes. It's the dudes. Yeah. Well, that is a conundrum. Yeah. A spokesman for Utilita Energy, which commissioned the survey, says apparently people want to keep the bedroom lights off for all sorts of reasons. Well, listen to that insight. Who who thought that that was a good idea to ask? Like, hey, let's see if people are turning the lights off to save money during sex. (laughs) There are other ways to be frugal. Right? Yeah. I I mean, how long are you having sex for anyway that it's really going to make... Or I mean, amount like, to yeah, a hill what of does beans. that cost? Yeah. A couple pennies? Um, you know what else people do in the dark to save money? Uh what? 
You want to guess? There are 10 things. Well, I'm looking at them, so my oh, guesses okay. would be... Showering. Showering I, in the dark? I mean, again, yeah. I think that might have something to do Cooking. with not wanting to see what you're uh, cleaning. Cleaning? Cooking? Plank. Wait, hold, stop. Hold, 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 hold. <laughs> Cooking in the dark. Here's the worst one. No, I need you to really think about that. Yeah. Cooking? Yeah. Which takes electricity. In the dark. In the dark. Yeah, but you're not using the lights anyway. Got it. Cool. Um, okay. The worst thing you could do to save money in the dark, number 10 on this list, apply makeup. Oh, oh I did that today. Can you tell? Um, bloop. <laughs> uh, but they also say getting dressed in the morning, working late in the evening, playing computer games, uh, cleaning, reading in bed. What? Okay, don't clean in the dark either. No, you, guys, you shouldn't be doing on. any of these things in the dark. I turn all the lights on in the house when I get home, and I don't care. I'm not a dark dweller. I like no. some light. I have to have lights on everywhere. Like, I don't even like to watch TV in the dark because I feel like it's going to make you go blind. Mm-hmm. Did somebody tell you that once? No, but it's true. You know it's bad for your make eyes. you go blind, right? Well. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... <laughs> We're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipped.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 